Hey, you busy? Mm-mm. Okay, let me run something past you real quick. So I found a fresh batch of awesome in regards to starting over, reapproaching something in Luke 13. So you know I'll go ahead and read from the New Living Translation. And so I'm going to jump right into it because this was just like profound. I had to call you. So Luke 13, verse 6. It says, then Jesus told this story. A man planted a fig tree in his garden and came again and again to see if there were any fruit on it, but he was always disappointed. Verse 7. Finally, he said to his gardener, I've waited three years and there hasn't been a single fig. Cut it down. It's just taking up space in the garden. Verse 8. The gardener answered, Sir, give it one more chance. Leave it another year, and I'll give it special attention and plenty of fertilizer. Verse 9, if we don't get figs next year, fine. If not, then you can cut it down. Actually, let me go back to that again. Verse 9, if we get figs next year, fine. If not, then you can cut it down. If we get figs next year, fine. If not, then you can cut it down. Now... That's a lot in there. How many of us get irritated because we go ahead and send our resume out and no one's answering? No, not, not a near reply. To the point that you're like, are my emails working? If it wasn't for the junk mail, you would just think your email was deactivated, right? How many of us feel like I've been pushing and pushing and pushing in this relationship and it's just that we can't seem to get over this hill? This hill is starting to feel a lot like a mountain. That I've tried to go ahead and attack debt. But every time I do, something else comes up and it just keeps preventing me to getting to that next level. I have tried to stomach such and such. But my patience, the way my patience is set up, I just, I can't. Right? How many of us have tried to approach something in the same way, even if it was consistently, it was the same way. And when we did not get the results that we were looking for, our next go-to was, I'm over it, I'm out, I quit, cut it down. This man literally, in this particular verse we just read, planted the fig tree in the garden and he kept being disappointed because he was coming back to it and seeing, you would think when I plant something, I want to see uh, that something is growing, right? He did that for three years. It took him 365 times three to say, you know what, maybe this isn't working. First of all, sidebar, that may be too long, okay? That's just my own personal preference. Um, I'm no green thumber, okay? No gardener. But um, I don't know anything that takes three years that when you plant it, it takes that long. The longest that I know off back with just having this conversation and hear myself speaking out loud is the pineapple. And I believe it takes a year for that to produce. But I don't know anything uh, three years. That's a little excessive. And it's almost like it makes me look at him like, why didn't you try something different? I w you didn't at least try to plant something different. You didn't at least try to see, hmm, you keep walking up to something and it's not producing anything different from the last time so you didn't do anything different but you were expecting something different that's the word right there if you're not getting anyone that's calling you back for those resumes maybe 
just maybe, you need to go back over your resume and kind of, you know, beef it up a little bit. Maybe the sentence structure is not reflecting what you're trying to portray. Maybe you need to go back and for that particular job, you need to Google some key aspects. Maybe your whole resume needs a jump start because you just pretty much just kept adding jobs, but you didn't kind of give it, you know, some kind of life to it. You need to understand these recruiters, the way that this job application process is going, um, they don't really have the time to just keep looking and looking and looking through stuff. I just, I'm sure at this point what's happening is they have keyword searches and if it matches, then they go ahead and call you. Some of them may still be doing it old school where they're actually looking at tangible resumes and clicking and looking through them. But I don't believe a lot of them are. And so you need an advantage. You need to be writing whatever it is that you're applying for needs to reflect what's in your resume. So if they're saying something like you need to be able to work in fast-paced environments, you need to have that somewhere on your resume. If they're saying you have the ability to uh, be a team player, you need to have that. Whatever it is that you are, it's almost like you're catering your resume to the position. Because, again, if they are doing these keyword search programs, then you want to be in the selection. Don't have yourself thinking, well, man, I don't understand. Some of you are even applying to the same job, and you're like, they just keep looking over me no it's you didn't do anything different what are you going to do differently is your cover letter attached to that because you know a lot of people aren't doing that either go at you really want your cover letter to be a think of it like an elevator pitch you want them to read enough that they're like mm, I kind of want to call you <laughs> and see what this is about you're trying to be an ideal candidate, which means you have to stand out. And sorry, education and experience alone is just not going to do it. What is it different about your resume? What is it that stands out about your cover letter that says, hold on, this just may be a great asset to the company? You need to be promoting yourself. I'm a swift learner. I'm personable. I'm a team player as well as the, you know, self-starter. I'm an asset to any given company. Listen, you're talking about you now. Like, beef it up. I, I flourish in any environment. I, I adapt well. Listen, you need to go ahead and have them where they like, who? You? Yes. Get to know me. <laughs> you need to ask about me. Ask about me. You know? Get hype about yourself in that area. Same thing when it comes to, let's just say, the dating life. There's a zillion people out in these streets. What is it about you that somebody feels like, oh, okay, I, I want to, I kind of want to get to know you a little bit more. And that's just what it is. It's just marketing and recruiting. It's just what we're doing in just different levels. If you're trying to go ahead and, you know, try to defeat this whole thing with debt. You can't keep saying, oh, I'm trying, but every time. No, you're not. Do you have a clear budget? I mean, we have to be honest. We have to on these phone calls because then we're not going to make any headway. Are, do you have a plan for the debt? As a matter of fact, do you have a listing either from freecreditreport.com or something that shows you where you're at with your debt? Maybe it's bigger than what you actually think it is. Maybe it's smaller, praise God, than it actually is assumed. But reading that, it's like, 
how many times are you going to approach the same situation in the same way? Why would you put yourself through the agony of continuing to be disappointed? This particular man, every year, for three years, now I don't know the frequency in which he was going. Let's just go ahead and make it really excessive. Let's say he went to the, uh, where the fig tree was planted. Let's say he went every week. It's a little excessive, but it had to have been frequently for the Bible to says that he was disappointed. Sometimes it, if something is not working, I think sometimes it connects to our own inner ego. Where if it's not working, it can't be the fig tree. It almost feels like, well, forget it. You know, maybe it's something in me. Because in that example, it wasn't that the tree didn't grow. It's not like he went back and didn't see anything. He saw the tree growing. He just didn't see the tree producing fruit. Right, because he's, the Bible did say that he said, cut it down. If there was nothing there, it would be nothing to cut down, right? It would be one thing to walk over to something like, ah, it didn't grow yet. Wait a minute. <laughs> no, I think I, I planted it here. This is where I have the little, I can tell the dirt mark is, yeah, it was here, right? Start looking at the things in your life outside of disappointment and start looking at it as I'm going to do something different for this next year. And then I can have a great assessment on if the tree is just not doing what it's supposed to do or if I haven't given the tree what it needs to grow. The Bible says that, let me go back to it. It says that he, finally he said to his gardener, you know, he waited three years and he didn't get a single fig. And the gardener said, give it one more chance. Let me just stop there. That's amazing right there. You need people around you that will not allow you to quit, even if you have made the determination to quit. You need people that when you call on, you're getting ready to do something that is either irrational or goes completely against what your, against what your goal was. You need people around you that's like, uh-uh, let's try something different. And not just stay, you know, keep... Well, just maybe he'll get better or stay, you know, maybe you'll get that promotion or mind you, the gardener didn't just say, hey, let's keep going. He gave a solution. Let's go back and read it. He said, leave it another year. So he gave a time frame. I'm not saying stay forever. I'm saying let's give it another 12 months. You gave it three years. Let's just do one more. What's one more? Right. So leave it another year. And I'll give it special attention and plenty of fertilizer. If we get figs next year, fine. If not, then you can cut it down. Praise God for the gardeners in our life, huh? Your little hand clap of praise for them. That says, you know what? You may not appreciate where you're at in your weight. Let's go ahead and do this. I'll come to the gym with you. And I'll do ABC and come alongside with you. And I'll go ahead and meal prep with you. And I'll go ahead and I'll join that gym membership with you. Or I'll go on those morning walks with you. Thank God for the gardeners who will come alongside you to see your dream and your plan come to fruition. Praise God for people that says, you know what? 
that relationship may not be the best for you. And I know that you, you're feeling some kind of way, but let me tell you how great of a person you are. This is what you have to give. This is your value. This is your worth. Can I help you see this situation different? Why don't you do this? Why don't you let me watch the kids? Why don't you go on a date night? You know, for the next month, I'll take the kids every Saturday. And let's just, I know you're ready to just be out, but can we just fine tune it a little bit? Listen, I know you're giving up on that house. And it's been on the market for I don't know how long. And you're just like, it's not selling. Can we do something different? Let's go ahead and, okay, so let's stage prep. Maybe take different pictures. Let's take it down off of the, you know, the MLS listings or what have you. And let's get some, maybe we need some professional pictures. Let's just get a different insight and let's try it again. I know you've been trying to get into that school. I know you've been trying to pass that particular test to get into that particular field and it's not working. How about we do this? How about on Saturday afternoons after we ate breakfast and, you know, we got our families together. Why don't you come over and I help you study? We can do flashcards. We can do, you know, let's just make it fun. Maybe if we change the environment, the information will stick a little more. Praise God for the gardeners. And if you don't have them, then maybe you're the gardener to someone else. If you see someone is irritated by something or they're overwhelmed, come alongside them. Especially parents who have newborns. <laughs> oh, oh, they need a gardener. Oh, yes, they do. Hey, um, I'm going to come over. I'm going to commit to coming over these particular days for this particular amount of time. And I'm going to make it where you get to sleep shower and just do the adult essentials that is just thrown by the wayside once a baby comes into the equation hey you've been working really long hours um and i know that you usually go food shopping and blah 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 i'm just gonna go ahead if you give me your list you know i can go ahead and just you know in your finances um but i'll go ahead and pick up uh your listing of stuff because i'm going along that way anyway give it special attention special special treatment people go the extra mile when they see mm, it has a promise in there still I don't think the gardener would have said what he said to the man you know I'll give it special attention I'll give him more fertilizer you know I don't think he would have said that if he didn't see a tree that had potential now, I had to have something. It was like, okay, you got good leaves. You're in a good location. It's not water. Maybe you just need a little bit of something extra that this man can't provide to you. Either it's out of his know-how, he doesn't know how to do it, or it's, he's not able to. It would have frustrated me, too, if I planted something and didn't see anything. I'm not a... uh. I don't have the green thumb. I'm sorry. That's just, it's not my thing. So I would have gotten frustrated too. It probably just got to the point that it was like, okay, you know what? It is better not to have it at all than to keep feeling like I'm failing at something. But what is in your life right now that you feel like it's not working and I just rather just stop. I just rather cut it down. I'm just, I'm over it. The business is not doing what it was going to do. You know what? Forget it. I'll just, I'll chuck this whole thing up and I'll go get a job. Mm. Maybe you need to pair with someone who's really good at marketing. 
or look at some YouTube videos on marketing or how to monetize your business or you know there are so many how to's you can find it in articles you can find it in books I think they even probably have it on certain podcasts I'm not sure but there's a plethora of information for you to say okay I've done it this way let me see when I give a solid year of doing something different, implementing something different, even if that means, hey, I got to ask for some help. A good, good leader and someone who is uh, self-aware knows how to delegate uh, roles. You are aware, hmm, this is not my strong suit, but I think such and such knows such and such who owns a blah, blah, blah. And then you can, that's how you start networking and getting more people under your belt. And then you start realizing, oh, I don't have to do this huge job by myself. Because when you think of running a business, when you think of becoming a new mom, those really can seem extremely intimidating without a helping hand from someone. I mean, again, you don't want a whole bunch of people telling you what to do, but you do want some insight on how to do something different. Just make a commitment to yourself that Maybe this was the conversation you needed. That that very thing that you're on the verge of just saying, forget it. It just needs something a little different from you. Something a little bit more special. Something a little bit more intimate. Something a little bit more fine-tuned. And it could just very well be solved. And hey, you guys need more time together. And if date night's not an option, cool. Put the kids to sleep earlier. Make a commitment that they go to sleep, Who, listen, they go to bed, I don't care if it's light outside or not, it's nighttime, bedtime, okay, closing your window, I'm buying a, a darkening room curtain, and guess what, voila, it's nighttime, okay, if they got to go to sleep a whole hour, hour and a half earlier, just for you and said person to have some me time, and you go ahead and you buy a, you can buy a fake candle. I don't care what you do, but it's a candlelit dinner for two at the dining room express, okay? Seriously, you need to go back to the roots. It should not be a, I'm just, I'm ready. No, you should not feel confident in walking away from anything, that you have started your commitment to, if you have not ended it with, I've done everything that I can do. And that statement alone is uh, layered because everything that you can do, no, it's not just what you can do in your power, what, what you can do with your, how much you know, your intellect. Have you researched? Have you asked for help? Have you humbled yourself enough to, because that man could have went ahead and told the gardener and said, hey, what am I doing wrong? I mean, this thing been three years, and I haven't known for a fig tree to take three years in, in no, never. Why Why is mine taking uh, three years? I don't understand. He didn't go to that man to find out more information. He went to that man with already said mine of, I quit. What if we stopped going to people or going um, to the courthouse or going to the boss with the already made mind of, I'm done, I'm quitting, this is it for me? Why don't you take the prior step of, I got one more, I got strength for one more time. I'm going to muster it up. I'm going to find it somewhere. And I'm going to see, I'm going to research. I'm going to Google. I'm going to ask around. Whatever your thing is, it's just go out and find what would make this situation better. You'll probably go ahead and find out, listen, 
you're not the only one that's struggling with uh terrible fours. Yeah, I know they said terrible twos, and they got another cute name for the threes, but you're like, I thought, I am over it. Like, I thought two and three was like the maximum. No, it, you know, it gets worse. They got terrible 14s. It, it, mm-hmm. it keeps going. But you can eliminate that feeling of overwhelmed, frustrated to the point of I'm just, I'm over it. I'm going to sell this car. I'm just, I'm done. I'm going to go ahead and give it to the junkyard. And, okay, but time out. Have you taken it in, to a mechanic to get a second opinion to say, hey, okay, time out. What is it that keeps this particular part breaking down? What, it, what am I doing? How am I operating it? What's happening that is continuing to cause for me to get this thing repaired? Oh, when I get my oil changes, I'm going for the cheaper and I'm not going for the, oh, okay, so I need to keep up with the maintenance because then that would do the, okay, you know what, then I'm going to go ahead and take all these recommendations. I'm going to drive exactly the way that you're saying. And if six months to a year from now, if I'm still seeing, nope, it's, just, it's the car at this point because I've taken your recommendations I've done everything that I was told to do and that I know to do then you're at the place that you can say yeah you need to go ahead and sell that you know there's people that uh get new cars because their former car just needed new tires and they was like "Ooh, if it's going to be that expensive I might as well just get a new car really yeah um please don't make excuses to go further in debt that's just not why would you okay Nope, I'm not going to do it because that's not the conversation we're having. That's for another day. But this conversation is just kind of like, you know, serving as the prerequisite before you actually go ahead and quit. Now, quitting doesn't make you a quitter. I think that we wait too long to say, hmm, I think this is requiring something different. Hmm, I can see that this is not working. And quitting is just the emotional buildup that it kind of just gets to a point that's like, you know what? Now I can't take no more. When we really should have done something with the, hmm, that's different. When's the last time we went out? When's the last time we talked? When's the last time? You know, it may not be a date night issue. It just may be my love language is... um quality time and I don't spend time with you my love language is affirmations and I don't know the last time you complimented me and I'm I'm just feeling empty by the way please know your love language if you don't uh read the book five love languages okay great no you need to it's, it's important I think that it uh is very it gives you a self-awareness and then it allows you to know oh that's how I receive love which I think I'm gonna call you back and talk about that as well because that's a super important thing there oh now you got the wheels turning all right let's just stick on this one but did you did you get what I was trying to give you in this conversation right just I know quitting and I don't even want to give discredit this man and say that oh he quit too early no three years is a long time that's a long time to invest in something, to see no results, to be frustrated uh, however long he kept going. Let's just say weekly. So week in and week out. That is a long time. So it's not an issue of commitment because he definitely went ahead and gave that. It wasn't an issue of, um, well, did you plan it and just walk away and you came back three years and was like, what's going on here? No, that wasn't it either. 
it was just, it needed a different approach. It needed a different, something a little bit more special, something a little bit, you know, just, it needed an inside perspective, an outside perspective, rather. So apply that to the part of your life that you like, mm, I can see that. Yeah, this is, yeah, that definitely applies to that. You know what I can honestly say, um, especially once I became a little bit more wiser, I don't say older, is everything that I have eliminated, removed, quit in my life, I have absolutely no regret. You want to know why? And I think that's why this Bible verse meant so much to me. Because I always tried to find the fix before I walked away. Whether it was a job, whether it was a friendship, whether it was selling property, whatever it was, it was once I said I was done, it was because, yeah, I pretty much, um, I utilized every resource I possibly could. Relationship counseling. Car, okay, listen, what's going on? Hmm, let me weigh. Okay, so the parts and the labor to this car opposed to that car. Okay, yeah, no, I don't want it. I'm going to sell it. Hmm, moving to that particular state. Let me see, quality of life. Yeah, I've always weighed the consequences. I've always weighed the pros and the cons, if you will. I've always went ahead and, because again, it's not, like I was telling you before, there's no such thing as mistakes. Mistake is just a misguided option. You didn't gather enough information before you went ahead and made that decision. And so what's the eliminator for all things mistakes? Gather info. And I apologize. You could be the smartest person in the world, but you don't know everything. But the people around you may have a different insight. You can Google and you can go to YouTube University. There's a whole bunch of things that you can do on any given level, any given topic that you can say, wow, never looked at it like that. Right. So, again, you know these conversations are what? Right. Thought-provoking conversations. Because I'm going to give you that G-check that nobody's going to give you because we're close like that. And I could do that. Not everybody else can because I know. But we're close like that. But as my good, good nanny says, all right, I ain't going to hold you. But you want me to go ahead and look up those five love languages and talk to you about it. Let me know if you want to. I'll never ask you if you want to talk about it. I'm going to call you back with it anyway. All right. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> later.